Well, we want to thank all our sponsors at Round Guy Radio, uh, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, uh, Rob uh, Moore's Livestock Ricks Management Partners Group there in uh, Minneapolis, 4M Plumbing uh, in Washington, Toyota Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Iowa, Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Western Drug, uh, Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. We are talking Columbus Wildcats. We've got Coach Cheney on. Coach, it's been a while since we talked to you. Um, I know last night you finally got that big home court win that you've been been uh, uh, wanting to play. Your team's played very well. You've been in so many scraps. Uh, you, you've won a few. You, you've lost some heartbreakers uh, along the way. I know this is a very satisfying win, but I want to kind of let, let's kind of catch the listeners up a little bit here. Uh, well, first, welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Well, uh, so uh, after the break, um, it was a mess. And every, I mean, that's the only way I, you can describe a game. Three games are canceled for every game that's played. There's a pocket of games here and there that are played. Uh, um, and now we're going to play basically all the second half in three weeks. Uh, so it's just a jumble. And there's a lot of games that, you know, you, you don't even know are being played because they're makeup games. But uh, I believe you come out the gate with a couple real, real rough ones with Waco and Hillcrest. Uh, um, you weren't up to par for that, those games. But then – you come into Pekin, and uh, I don't know. You come out with the win, but you, you, you're you, there's kind of like it seems like your team's starting to elevate its play from this point on. Would you agree? Yeah, Pekin came into Columbus last Saturday, and uh, they they got off to a hot start. That looks like they're up twenty four to eleven after the first quarter. And when you're down that much early, especially against a team like Pekin that is so much taller and and athletic than us and even more experienced than us um we could have easily folded and gave up in that game but from the second quarter on we we chipped away we fought back we ended up losing by uh 15 points but the effort was definitely there because i told the team at halftime the way we were down like we were down 34 to 19 at halftime i told them that a lot of columbus teams in the past would just stop playing and kind of just accept the loss and our guys didn't they responded they came out the second half and Pekin just had more that I, I think they're a big guy I can't think of his name off the top of my head I think he had 24 Wolvers. Wolvers. what's that I'm sorry Jaden Wolvers oh man he had 24 rebounds against us I think 24 he rebounds. he's a, he's a we call him the wolf man oh he, he, he plays very composed and content, but he is very tenacious and hard to keep out of the paint. So so that was really the biggest thing. Uh, they, they out-rebounded us 49 to 29. There's That's a big difference in the score. So, so yeah, that, that, that gave us a lot to really work on this week after losing a rebound differential like that. We, we knew that if we could have been a little closer in rebounds, then that game could have been in in our favor. Um, so, yeah, we fell a little short against Pekin, but they they got a good team. Well, yeah, and, you, and you're moving forward a little bit there, making some progress. Well, then, uh, was Wapolo the next game? Yep, Wapolo was this past Tuesday. 
Okay, well, that, that sounded like a barn burner. I'd kind of like to hear a little bit about that. We're, we're kind of uh, seeing Wapolo was really one of the most improved teams in the second half. Uh, uh, and it, that, the win against you guys was pretty impressive, to be honest with you, because uh, um, it was so hard fought. And you guys were in that game. Uh, kind of had to come back, though, didn't you? Yep. So, yeah, the first game we played at Wapolo. We, we actually got the victory there, and I think we won by 13 points, held them to 47 points that game, which was the first time we beat them in nine years. So we've had this game circled. We really wanted to sweep them, and they just came out firing. They're up 23-10 to 10 after the first quarter, but I, I, as the coach, I never had a doubt that I'd seen some good things. We were just barely missing on some stuff, but they came out firing. and We just chipped away, chipped away, chipped away the entire game. And we we didn't end up taking our first lead of the game until a minute forty left in the game. We took a one point lead that gave us our fifty seven points. And Wapolo, just with their experience with Belzer and Lance, they were able to execute that last minute of the game, and they just pulled away on us. Well, they've been very they've been very impressive. Uh, but again, another step on the ladder. Uh, which brings us to was it last night's game? Was your uh, Possibly your last home game, if we can get this Highland game in. Uh, I'm not sure it's 100%, but we're hoping. Uh, but um, talk to me about that. Yep, so last night was when, when we lost to Wapolo, we, we, that would have helped us in the standings, gain a game. So we knew Lone Tree was a must win. To get, to get out of that eighth spot of the conference, we had to beat Lone Tree. And so we, we preached before the game that, my philosophy as a coach, and I'm trying to get it as our team philosophy, is you win the rebound differential, you have the least amount of turnovers. In the, in the Southeast Iowa Super Conference, you're going to have a really good chance to win. And so that was big on our board. And we came out right away, and we're just ready to go. Um, I think we were up pretty big early in the first quarter, and they ended up uh, cutting it to one at halftime. <laughs> so... The very first thing I asked our team at halftime and was, are we better than this team? Because I, I wanted them to believe it. And, and immediately everybody said yes. And I was like, all right, now we're ready to go. So we made some adjustments at halftime. We just talked over some little things. But realistically, our, our defense was the most intense it's been all year. We came out that second half, and we just went to town. We had a big – Big third quarter. We had 26 points in that third quarter, and just it seemed like everything we were doing. And so something we we're not the best shooting team from three point, and a lot of times when we're down in a game or maintaining the lead, we kind of resort to shooting that three pointer. And there were a lot of times we had Gabe Zuniga. I, I watched some clips where he was just sitting in the corner wide open, and he he gave time to let the offense get back down there and run through it. So that was another thing we talked about was being patient and just letting the offense come to us. So we were patient the whole game, and we really let our offense work. And then coming down to the the last quarter, Lone Tree cut the lead to five. We were up 13 going into the fourth. They cut it down to five. And there were a couple flagrant fouls on Tim Hills in the last minute of the game, and one of them ended up being a technical on top of the flagrant. So – to end the game, Tim got four free throws, and we got the ball back, and that was the game. So, so it went from a five point game, five point lead to a nine point lead, and about four free throws worth. So, so yeah, it was just an all around effort from everybody last night. 
You gotta love that Tim Hills, man. He is one tough kid, man. Uh, um, I just love his grit. And uh, um, he also gets all those cool points for looking so cool while he's doing everything. He may be the uh, uh, the most uh, cool-looking player we've got in the whole league, I think, to be honest with you. With that yeah, band and that way he bounces around the gym, that big smile. and I, was, um, I, I, I really love uh, watching him play. Uh, as well as a Suniga kid, because he is uh, really, really uh, becoming a big time threat. Yeah, yeah. Tim has since since coming back from Christmas break, the very first practice, and up until last night, Tim. T- I think Tim's finally realized I've got to get my teammates involved all the time. And, and last night, he got everybody involved, and it, and it just kind of creates more more options for him when when his teammates trust him and he trusts his teammates. And it's, it's been really special to watch because the first half of the season, it's, I don't think it's so much he didn't trust his teammates, but he never really played with them on the varsity court like that. And so last night he definitely put it all together. And speaking of Gabe Zuniga, he played a phenomenal last night. He's been in a funk since coming back from Christmas. He fought some sickness. He hadn't been shooting the best. And last night he was, huge on our offense he had some amazing he might be one of our best passers on the team he had some amazing passes and he still got his points here and there but but Gabe ended up uh I took him out in the fourth quarter I'd put in Elliot Wesley um for for defense and Elliot ended up finishing the game on defense Gabe didn't get back in probably the last six minutes of the game which which was kind of hard but the defense Elliot Wesley brought last night might have been the difference of our win because Elliot Wesley, he is the biggest pest I've ever seen. We actually told him after the game, we're glad he's on our team because we wouldn't want to coach against him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Well, uh, what about some of these other young players? Uh, can't remember the kid's name. I think he's in number five or something. Uh, yep, number five is Juan Cherez. Yeah, Juan Cherez, man. Um, he does a lot for your team. Yeah, he's he's one of these kids that just ha- it hasn't clicked with his potential and how talented he truly is. Well, he's got a he's got one of the most athletic bodies on our team, and he's very explosive. And yeah, he he really gets it done on both sides of the court. He last night he did some things offensively that we've just been begging him to put together this year, and he made it look so easy last night. So yeah, Juan Juan had a solid game for us. Another guy who's just been playing out of his shoes um, defensively and offensively the last two games is Ryan Coyle. Um, Ryan Coyle, he's been all over the floor um, against Waplow. I think he was on the floor three or four times diving for balls. He had 10 points against Waplow. Um, and last night, he just he got some big shots for us when we needed, and his defense was just phenomenal last night. So Ryan Coyle's been a huge boost the last couple of weeks for our team. Well, um, you guys are uh, uh, catching fire here. It looks like you got, uh, what, Winfield Mount Union next? Yep, Winfield Mount Union tonight. Well, that's a tall order, but then you got uh, uh, a very feisty uh, 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 Louisa Muscatine uh, team that really also very impressive season they got going. But uh, you guys know you can play with them. I mean, there's no question about that. Uh, you played with them pretty well last time. Uh you have to go a uh, pretty short distance, I'm, I think. Yep. Yeah, last time we played them, that 
I don't know what was going on in the first quarter, but they, they ran a press against us, and I, I think we just passed it. We probably had 10 turnovers in the first quarter the last time. So I think we're a much improved team on taking care of the ball. Like we used to, when teams would press us, we would try to beat the press by just dribbling through it. And that just doesn't work when you're going against kids like Ty Northrup and Dawson Downing. I think Dawson Downing had 10 steals against us the last game. Um, he, so so I, I personally think LNM is one of the scrappiest teams in this conference. Uh, fin- Finnegan Klein is another kid who's just having a breakout season in our conference. But if we can play like we did last night for four quarters, I personally think against LNM it'll be a lot more competitive game, the kind of game that we want to be in going down the stretch. But we know that they've got Ty, and Ty is without a doubt one of the best players in our conference and one of the best players I've personally watched in our conference before. So we'll have to travel to LNM. Luckily, like you said, it's only about a 10-minute drive from Columbus, but – We'll be ready to play them for sure. Well, he definitely put on a uh, put on a pretty impressive campaign there uh, the last time we was on Round Guy Radio up there. Uh, yeah, he he's something else. Well, uh, before I let you go, uh, I didn't ask you too much about Lone Tree. Uh, I'm intrigued with them. They got this big Italian center. Uh, he seems like he's pretty talented. They got a couple uh, Garcia kid. I think his name. Uh, uh, nice little guard they got. Uh, they, they got some stuff. Who gave you some trouble uh, out of them, and what do you think of their team? Yeah, I would say most of their guards, I, I don't know what they shot yet, but their guards, they got a lot of young guards, some sophomores, and, and those sophomore guards of theirs, they're very scrappy. They're in your face, but, man, they can actually shoot the three. They they were down, and they, they got, got themselves back in the game on three-pointers. I'm not sure what the – the tall center's name is off the top of my head. It looks like he's been having a pretty solid season for the team. Um, but, but I think with them falling behind, that they just needed their guard work out there. And so, yeah, they, they're just – they're a very scrappy team too. And they, that's that's what happened the first game. We kind of gave into them. And this time we were just ready to fight them back with every quote-unquote punch. Well, uh I guess the reason I, I, I'm calling you here is uh, um, I'm watching this video of you right now uh, walking out to the middle of the court and raising your arms up and punching the wall. And, man, I mean, uh, that meant, went, meant, meant a lot to you. You put a lot of time in with these boys, and these boys are fighters, you know, um, and to put a win on the board at, at home. Um, well, how, how emotional was it for you? And what, what was the feelings going through you uh, um, as you guys stepped off that? that court winners yeah it was it's kind of hard to put into words like i i went to columbus my my entire schooling and played basketball through high school and that was i think we might have won a couple games last year home as a as the assistant coach on varsity but i don't know that that brought me back all the way to high school and just hearing that crowd into it and <laughs> forgetting our first win with you know potentially our last home game of the season. I don't know. I, I just I, – I had to get that crowd pumped. They all reacted to my arms, and, and then I kind of went and slapped the wall, but I just – I didn't know how to react. I was so excited, and, and it had nothing to do about me. It wasn't a personal win for me or anything. I was just so excited for our team. I was so excited to get back to the locker room and just let them all know that 
you guys finally put four complete quarters together. And yeah, I was just at a loss of words. It, it was a great feeling. I'm glad that crowd could see see them get a win on senior night. Well, I remember the first time I talked to you, you were pretty excited. You'd put, um, I couldn't remember, like three or four 50-point uh, uh, games together. Uh, you put a 60-some a, a spot up that night. Uh, uh, and last night, you get it uh, to 100. Or, I mean, to, to I mean, 70. Uh, yeah. Talk to me about, um, last year was a scrappy little team, and they won some games uh, here and there. Uh, but they did not put big points on them. Yeah, yeah, this team, I mean, obviously with Tim, Tim's good for around 20. Um, I've seen him score 34 this year. So we always know that Tim's going to get his points one way or another, and it's just getting the other guys involved in the offense. And that's just a, the thing with our team is we, we, we kind of go down the court, and that first shot we see we just would throw up. That's happened a lot this season. It's kind of been a dagger in the back. So last night, just our, with just being patient on offense, the shots came to us the entire game, and and so yeah, it was it was just a, it's just a matter of getting everybody involved in the offense. And I try to tell the guys that when you're out there, you got to want the ball one way or another. And so yeah, for the seventy points, I I didn't even realize we were really getting to that seventy point threshold, but heck of a game to get your first seventy point game of the season. Yeah, well. Uh... Coaches, or uh, um, anything else you want to talk about? Kind of talked about a little bit. Why don't you, if there's makeup games or the possibility of games, why don't we go over a little bit about, um, you know, how many games you got left and, and, and when are these games going to be played and where are they going to be played? Yeah, kind of a crazy schedule left. Obviously, we, we travel to Winfield tonight. They're the number three team in the state for a good reason. And so, yeah, if we can – just show them that we're not scared of them. I think we can compete for however long we can. Um, next week's kind of a weird week. We play at West Liberty. Um, that's a makeup game. I think that's Wednesday. Um, and then we're kind of just waiting on Highland. Or actually, after that, I, I believe it's LM. Go to LM. We're, we're kind of waiting on the Highland game. Uh, we don't know if it's. So we're supposed to play them at home, but depending on how the girls' conference shootout works, we might actually have to play Highland at Highland again, which is what it is. If you want to play your games right now, you kind of have to make some sacrifices. Um, and then, obviously, we, we end our season with Hillcrest at Hillcrest, which I don't know if the Columbus team has ever won in Hillcrest or even competed for two quarters in Hillcrest. It, it, it is just a death trap when you step on – Dwight Gingrich, of course, that's never an easy task. So, <laughs> so yeah, well, we we have uh, definitely some some tough teams left. That we we like we my, my goal all seasons has just been showing these teams that they, they need to respect us. So if we can walk away from those games with some respect from some of these better programs, and hopefully we we compete with them, then, then we really hope that we can get to about five or six more wins on the year. Well, uh. Whatever you get, uh, you're moving on up, uh, as the song says, uh, from eighth place to seventh place. We don't know if you can, you know, even scratch, scratch it up to six or whatever you can get, but uh, every little bit helps in that playoff position, I think. Yep, I don't. I haven't had a chance to go back and look to see when the last time we weren't in. So our, our conference currently has nine teams. I don't know the last time we weren't in eighth or ninth. 
So, so I'm going to probably do a little look in the day to see when the last time we even made it to this position. But, you know, losing that game against Wapla hurt us a lot. We'd be in sole possession of six right now. So we, we hope we can get another couple wins in the conference to hopefully jump Wapla. Well, what, what was it like for the players when they won last night? How bad did they want to win that one? Um, I, I think everybody at halftime, we, we've had a lot of times where we went into halftime this year, and it's just kind of been crickets in the locker room, even when we've been winning. And and like I, I said earlier in the interview, the, the very first thing I asked them, just so they could confirm it, is are we a better team than this? And when everybody said yes at the first time, at, at the same time, I, I knew we were going to win this game. And So, yeah, we it was a pretty lively locker room. Everybody was talking at halftime, and – we went out there right away, and like I said, we scored 26 points in that third quarter, which is by far the most points we've had in any quarter all season. Well, it's wildcat fever all through Columbus Junction uh, for the rest of the week as you guys have uh, given those uh, uh, fans a chance to roar again. And uh, congratulations, and, you know, we see all the hard work that's been put into this, and we've watched them, and, and if, you know, they're, they're getting their wins. There's a, you guys play a, a murderous schedule. But you guys are, 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 are hanging in there, and uh, um, you don't know how you're, you're going to finish out. But you're doing a great job here in the second half, and thanks for being with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you.